Hello, and welcome to Divine Chaos, the podcast where we are learning to live awake. We're exploring psychological blocks that get in the way, and we're leaning into the divine chaos of this jacked up journey that is our life. I'm Janine Miller Delaney, and here is my co host, colleague in psychotherapy, friend, and spiritual sojourner, Ruth Friend. We invite you into this moment in space where we can take some time to release, at least for a while, all of our judgments and expectations of ourselves. Come here into this holy instant with us and just breathe here, now, and remember you are exactly as love created you. There is nothing you need to do or fix. This is your time to just be and breathe here with us and with love itself. Welcome back. It is so good to welcome all of you back to our podcast today. This is a special treat for me because Ruth is actually here in person. We are not having this conversation on Zoom. I think it's more of a special treat for me because I feel like this is a place of bliss for me. It, it does feel like a blissful place, yeah. Maybe sometime we'll get to start having retreats again, and maybe we'll have some here. Oh, because Jerry, my husband, has created such a beautiful sanctuary. It's lovely in our backyard. It's lovely. The first thing I wanted to do when I got here was walk around the yard. Yeah, just be out there in nature with all the birds and the uh-huh. flowers and the beautiful, beautiful plants. And we got to eat some of Jerry's homemade chocolate chip zucchini bread from the garden, the Mm -hmm. zucchini, so. Which is so So we're flying kind of high this morning. (laughs) Yes, for sure. (laughs) But today's topic is called When Pain Brings Power. Hmm. And last time in our last podcast, we were talking about can love itself really be speaking to me? Mm -hmm. And we kind of had that conversation about having the willingness to hear mm-hmm. and to experience love's presence in our lives. And I'm so excited because Ruth had kind of a breakthrough in that way. And I'm going to let Ruth just share how you had, you know, come to just being more open and uh-huh. and then having this experience. So this this actually was a couple of years ago, and I think it was shortly after you and I connected. Mm, yeah, it was. And I was learning more through you about receiving messages and, and just being open. Yeah, right. And so I was living in an apartment, and I had this loop of a walk, about three miles that I would take. And I I remember being in this space on the walk of just being in this place of gratitude and gratefulness and Mm. seeing you know flowers that seem so bright and little ones playing and their happy voices and so you were really reveling in that I was I was just being in that in that moment and there there were still some hard things in my life actually some really hard things at that time but it felt like just this moment of connection I'm so glad you brought that up because I was noticing that too. Jerry and I just a few days ago were sitting on our back deck just really feeling grateful and reveling in the gratitude of it. Mm-hmm. And it was it was the strangest thing, but just shortly after that, all of a sudden, 
you know, we had a pause in our conversation and I'm like, hold up, I'm getting something. And I just started writing. Uh huh. So yeah. And it was just noticing. I think that's so valuable to notice when we let ourselves stay in that place of gratitude for a little longer. Gratitude is a gateway. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So carry on. So I got home from my walk and it was just like I had to write. And I'm definitely not a writer like Janine is. I, I mean, I some I journal, but I, I don't feel like I'm a writer. You haven't let yourself lean into your writing, probably so much. That's yeah. probably true. So I sat down and just started to write, and these words just came, and it was so clear. It was just like I was dictating. It felt like you were being given the words. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and when I finally stopped and went back and read it, it was the weirdest experience for me because it, I knew I had written it and I knew it felt like me, but it was so much deeper than that. Yeah. It just feels like you got in touch, like your soul. Mm-hmm. You, you cleared the blocks, and your soul mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. was just speaking right there. Yes, and it and yeah. it was and it was God and me. Yeah, because we're all one. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was you shedding all the extra stuff that kept you from that union. Right. Yeah. Yes, it, and it was such a powerful moment. It still is every time I read it. It's yeah. it's it's incredibly humbling for me. Mm. It's a reminder to me. I mean, it just feels powerful. And you've had more moments like that then since. I have. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. But this one in particular, I remember the first time you read it to me, it would just whew, struck me mm-hmm. so powerfully. And then she sent it to me again this morning just to read over and again struck me so powerfully so mm-hmm. I'm excited to have you yes, share it then me with too. our listeners I'm yeah. A, yeah I do feel a little vulnerable but here we go yeah so well and and that's a good thing to note like we for our listeners let yourself be in that space of having your heart open and being vulnerable because these words really tap into that in all of us I mean I, mm-hmm. I feel it when I hear it mm-hmm. yeah that's that's good to know. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Go slow. There's a lot there. <laughs> okay. I will. I will. Okay. You remind me if I need to slow down. So the title of this is I Understand and I Know. I understand pain so unbearable that no word adequately captures the depth of it. And... I know I have plumbed the depths of the pain and survived it. I understand silent tears that flow unbidden despite my best efforts to restrain them. And I know my tears have been one of my best healers and also my best expression of unspeakable joy. I understand the desire to become smaller, even invisible, in order not to be seen or hurt. And I know that dynamite comes in small packages and I have learned to let my beautiful light shine brightly. I understand feeling powerless, helpless, and out of control, like I am in an eternal free fall. And 
I know that only by surrendering and radically accepting can I find true peace and freedom. I understand feeling alone and unseen in a place that looks falsely united. And I know that only when finding unity within can I truly experience love. I understand feeling misunderstood and unseen in spite of speaking my truth and I know my truth sets me free. I understand trying to have a voice only to have my words twisted, skewed, and thrown back at me, distorted and unrecognizable. And I know my voice is a powerful expression of who I really am. I understand being accused and believing I am guilty of things someone else did and said. And I need not defend when I know who I am. I understand having good intentions yet missing the mark and causing pain. And I know it's okay to be human and to own my humanness and make amends. I understand terror so huge that it threatens to shatter me. And I know I will always find my way back to love and the core of me can never be destroyed. I understand feeling guilty about not being able to adequately protect myself or others. And I know I always do better when I know better, which pushes me towards growth and acceptance. I understand confusion so deep that nothing feels familiar. And I know with a certainty that I will always find my way back to me. I understand feeling conflicted, ripped apart, and full of doubt. And I know that only healing brings unity and peace. I understand that fear and love cannot coexist. And I know that love does always win. Whew. If any of you listening are crying or close to tears right now, you're not alone. That really, oh, there's, my guess is there's probably pieces of that for everybody that it's just so validating. I hope so. If you, yeah, I'm, it, it gets me every time. <laughs> if you've experienced, and I think so many of us have, any level mm -hmm. of uh, trauma or mm -hmm. experience where you have not felt heard or you felt disregarded or, you know, that your words were distorted mm -hmm. or, you know, just that deep fear, the trauma, mm -hmm. a physical abuse of any type, mm -hmm. mental or emotional, that just, there's just such a huge spectrum. That is so validating mm. to know your, you know, just to have you give words to it. To start with, I think I think that's why it felt so powerful for me when I wrote it because I felt like the depths of my soul were expressing maybe for the first time in that deep of a way things that I have lived and experienced. And then you brought it, and 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 it's like your your higher self, God, helped you bring it to the truth in you, right. Yeah. Right. One of the things that you and I have been talking about and I have been talking to clients a lot about lately is the concept of both 
and. Not but. Both and. So say more about that. What all does that mean for you? Well, for me, it, especially in what I wrote there, it's, yes, I've had deep trauma. Yes, I have had deep pain. Yes, I have experienced a lot of abuse and trauma yeah. in my life. And I feel like I'm at this beautiful place of peace and contentment. Even though I'm not always feeling the way I feel right now, right. those are still the, the truth of me. Yes. That, that you have gotten in touch with the truth of you. Right. Maybe when we're in the trauma, we lose the truth mm -hmm. of who we are. Mm -hmm. And so the both and, mm -hmm. to me, if I'm getting it right, is is that you're recognizing like everything works better when you let yourself hold both. Yes, I love how you said that. <laughs> when you let yourself, because you let yourself go to the pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you could hold that with the truth of who you really are. Right, because I think sometimes we feel like we have to choose one or the other. Mm. Like I've had so much trauma, I've been damaged. Okay, and I'm this beautiful whole person right. that has a really big light. And the trauma doesn't define me. No. Yeah. But we don't discover that until we go to the pain mm -hmm. and bring it out to the light, bring mm -hmm. it out to the truth of who we are. Mm -hmm. Both and. Yeah. You have both. Mm -hmm. We can have both. Mm -hmm. We can have the grief and the pain, and we can have the hope and the joy of remembering who we are all at the same time. All at the time. same time. Yeah. And I think we talk so much about the felt sense. Mm -hmm. All of the hurt, the pain can be so true and so real. And we can get in touch and tap into that deep, yes. deep truth. Which is, which is what then helps to transform it. Right. Which is, which is a perfect example of what happened for you in your own healing journey. I mean, I know you've done a lot of your own mm -hmm. personal emotional work with the trauma in your life. Mm -hmm. And this is like the, the moment of transformation where you're, you got such deep clarity. Yes. Yeah. It felt like a culmination, if that makes sense. Like it was, I was at this place where it could all come together. And you let yourself have both. And I let myself have both. Because it, it it's not about erasing it or pretending that it didn't happen or not sometimes grieving the losses associated mm -hmm. with it. It's not that at all. Right, it's not like we just, we ignore it or we right. say it's not significant or we just don't, you know, we say, right. well, I'm just not going to dwell there. Right, in yeah. fact, I guess this will be a moment of vulnerability for me due to some things that have been happening recently. I've been experiencing lots of intense nightmares right. that are very graphic and I wake up screaming and mm -hmm. they're just hard. And obviously those are a result of some trauma. of that past mm -hmm. trauma. But it's interesting to me that I can wake up the next morning and feel a little shaken and mm. approach that day with hope mm. and peace 
And it seems like you're, you've gotten in the habit of really acknowledging that pain mm-hmm. and bringing it to love. Mm-hmm. So then the peace comes back. Right. Yeah. Whereas before, when I would have experiences like that, I would be shaken for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, days. Right. And now it's, okay, yeah, I understand that. That was really awful. I hate that. And... But you've gotten so much more in touch with the truth of who you are Mm -hmm. that that felt sense now is becoming stronger Mm -hmm. than the trauma. Yes. That's such a good way to say it. The felt sense, not all the time, but way more often is bigger than the trauma. The felt sense of remembering Mm -hmm. who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Holding both. Yeah. Yes, holding both. Bringing the pain to to love, uh-huh. to the love that is right there within each of us, uh-huh. not outside, not somewhere else, within us. In us, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, we've talked so much about rewriting, you know, the toxic messaging and the old stuff, and I've I was noticing for myself. Um, that there was one core message that was still hanging on and kind of dictating how I was pressuring myself in mm. areas, certain areas of my life. And I was, Jerry's always laughs at me. I told him, I'm like, I decided to take my own advice and do a little work with this core message. <laughs> and I really just sat in a kind of a space of meditation and mm. a conversation with love itself. And for me, I was surprised because we have to allow ourselves to 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 go to the pain, right, mm-hmm. to call mm-hmm. it up. I was surprised at the trauma that I allowed to resurface from a very, very mm. young age for me. And in that space, I was able to feel love itself right there mm. with me. And I was able to ask, you know, what do you need to hear? What did you need to hear? And so it was a whole rewriting mm. that... It, we just have to have the willingness mm-hmm. to let that pain be felt. Mm-hmm. So it's been liberating. You know, my, I was able to receive a new core message from love itself, mm-hmm. which is essentially what you did. You received like a, holy cow, a download of new core messages. <laughs> it it did feel pretty amazing, and it still does every time I mm-hmm. I read it. Well, and there's one thing that really strikes me there. You said surrender and radical acceptance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit more about what that means to you. I I think my example of the nightmares is kind of an example about that. I I can have the nightmare and, okay, I had a bad nightmare. So you accept it. I radically accept that I had it. And I may have another one. Probably will at at some point. And does that acceptance for you also mean I accept the pain that goes with it? Yes. Okay. I accept the pain that goes with it. So instead of analyzing and trying to fix it and beating yourself up, it's... Like, why am I still here? Why am I still having nightmares? It's, okay, I had had a nightmare. Right. And I'm going to surrender it. I'm going to move forward with my day. I felt the pain of it. I acknowledged it. I understand why. 
okay. And you surrender it. I, I think a lot of people have trouble with the surrendering mm -hmm. concept because mm -hmm. I think people feel like if I surrender, then I lose my power. Right, because I think the assumption is if I let go of something or surrender it or radically accept it, it means that it didn't count or it didn't matter or it wasn't... So either it's saying, so either you're disregarding yourself if you perceive it that way. Mm -hmm. Or to me, for, for many people, what I experience, if you surrender, that means you let go of control. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's become the opposite for me. Right. Well, and it strikes me, I mean, because that's one of the lessons that I receive that's in your indelible worth. It's really a blend, you know, when you accept things as they are mm -hmm. and you surrender you're giving it into the power of our union. Mm -hmm. And that's where the power is. That's where the, so we get more power through surrender. It's so true. And acceptance. It's so true. It's so, it's so evasive though. It's so hard to hang it's on. It's hard to grasp, to. which I think is why we came up with the title when pain brings power. Right. Because you go to the pain and you let yourself have it and you accept it and you bring it into the power of that union with your higher self, with God. And it's so powerful. And then the power, yeah. It's kind of you have to do it to realize what it feels like. Yes, and yeah. it and, and it's so hard to say how to get there and do it. And mm -hmm. I think we're trying to put it into Well, and words. that's, you know, that's the core of, you know, AA type stuff, the 12 steps. That's true. Uh, the first step is I accept that I'm powerless, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And and that, I think, is what gets people hung up. But the truth is, yeah, my small self is powerless. Right. My little ego self who thinks they should be able to manage everything, that's the powerless part. Right. But then our real power is when we hook up. <laughs> when we hook up with the divine. I have never thought of that that way. That will shift my thinking. That uh, is so powerful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the power comes. Mm -hmm. And so for, for me so often when I get stuck in my ego head, I'm getting better at recognizing there is no power in this cycle, you know, of going over this. My power is when I let my mind be still and I remember who I am, mm -hmm. which is exactly what came in, in your writings. Is, yeah. it, is it okay if I share just a tiny bit of what you shared with me this morning? Sure, I don't remember what okay. that was. Okay, if, so if, if we'll I start, it's it. not okay. You you shared with me that you had a moment even this morning, where some stuff came up for you that was mm, incredibly yeah. painful, painful. Mm -hmm. like painful enough to to you just need to cry. Yes, yeah. and mm -hmm. you were able to walk into it and validate and feel the pain, and then I felt like I heard you say that you were able to surrender it, to accept it, and then there was a shift. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I was kind of thrilled because what I've been discovering, Jerry and I have been doing this more and more. I'll, I'll, I, I was feeling the pain. I was acknowledging it. And then I said to love itself, to God, I, I had my book with me, Your Indelible Worth. I said, okay, give me what I need to hear. Mm-hmm. And I just opened the book up randomly. And the message was exactly what I needed to mm -hmm. hear. And that was, you know, that there is nothing lacking. Mm -hmm. So don't put your focus on what's lacking. Mm -hmm. All is well. It's well. 
And that was exactly what I was doing. I was creating lack out of focusing mm-hmm. on lack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew, this is powerful stuff. Yeah, it goes deep, doesn't it? It does. But we kind of have to teach ourselves, and I think this is what can be so hard. You know, I see this with clients, and I'm sure with so many of our listeners. We have to, getting in touch with feelings and learning to hold them and bring them, you know, hold them both with love, with that loving, mm-hmm. compassionate voice within mm-hmm. us, with the divine. It's, it's kind of like a retraining your brain to oh, give yourself... For sure permission every day and every moment to hold both and to to go to the pain to feel it and to bring it to love Mm -hmm. and to say what would you have me hear about this Mm -hmm. but we have to feel it first can't bypass that pain Uh -uh. because that's what opens up our hearts Mm -hmm. to then receive the healing balm that comes in Mm -hmm. its plate you know that comes to soothe it Mm -hmm. I think I can't remember which spiritual teacher it is that talks about pain being one of the main ways to enlightenment. Mm, right. It's probably many spiritual teachers probably. because it's that's such a theme. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, when I turned off the news a few years ago and just started daily writing my pain and bringing it to love, that's mm-hmm. what transformed mm. things for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Thank you for letting me share it. Thank you for having the courage to be so vulnerable because that's a really vulnerable piece. Mm -hmm. And I imagine there's going to be people that want to hear it again. (laughs) There's so many. It's so validating in so, so many ways. Mm. But then it just, it just, you brought it all to truth, Mm -hmm. you know, to back to who I am. Mm -hmm. There was one line. I'm trying to remember what you said about just um ah i need not defend when i know who i am right i need not defend when i know who i am Mm -hmm. i feel like i should can can i quote you and put that on the facebook on my facebook absolutely absolutely yeah i need not defend when i know who i am Mm -hmm. that's pretty powerful right there and i've been learning that lesson a lot the last Mm -hmm couple of years yeah I don't have to justify or defend because I do know who I am right yeah and we don't even have to do it in our heads Uh because half the time well 90% of the time we're doing the defending in our heads to our egos and whatever story we're creating absolutely (laughs) yeah yeah okay so what would be our therapy takeaway gosh we gave a a, there's a lot there Uh uh-huh Okay, so we'd like to give people a nugget, right? One thing you can start doing for you. I think you said it well a minute ago, you know, when you talked about how when you started to write Mm -hmm. and that enabled you to enter into the pain. Right. And and I think it helps to write to to that plate, the divine within you. Mm -hmm. So whatever name fits for you, Mm -hmm. because that helps you to acknowledge that it's there. Mm -hmm. If so, dear God, or to my higher self, Mm -hmm. to my higher power, Mm -hmm. to my, to my spirit guide, Mm -hmm. to to love. Yeah. My most powerful journaling experiences are when I do it that way. Yeah. And and there is that value in acknowledging that that's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, so to begin writing your feelings uh-huh. to the divine within you. Yes, and I know a good spiritual takeaway. Okay. Because I love my last line. Ah, yes. I understand that fear and love cannot coexist. I know that love does always win. Yes. Yes. That is what we need to hang on to and remember. Love always does win. And there is amazing power in it. Yes. And that's not just for head stuff. I mean, it's it's true. You and I have both experienced it time and time again. Mm -hmm. When we go to the love, we feel, we find how things just work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love (sighs) always does win. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Ah. Peace, peace and love to all. Yes. Last little bits. Feel free to go to theheartsway.org and find more meditations. You know, if you want a way to connect more with love itself, with your divine within you, the comma meditation is on theheartsway.org. And it's also actually one of the one of the podcasts, actually. We put, I put all that together there, too. Mm-hmm. And there's also a natural soaking, soaking into your natural state, which is on theheartsway.org, which is another way to release kind of the ego messaging and the head stuff and come down into that safe space. Mm-hmm. So, and you can buy Your Indelible Worth on the website or on Amazon. So, thank you all for joining us on this beautiful morning. Mm-hmm. Peace and love. Yes. May love win for you today.